When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great to have your company this Tuesday morning. Uh, well done to Wardy and to Greg. The first line of Do That Now It's Christmas was indeed sung by the great Paul Young. And uh, two-year-old's Tommy today is looking at me and go, who the hell is Paul Young? No relation to Brad Young. You know who Brad Young is, who I am, Tom? We've got to school these people, don't we? Oh, you don't give me a thumbs up now like in all of a sudden it just uh, the penny dropped and you figured out who it was. Or Sean Young. Two Australian cricketers. Let's go to another Australian cricketer. Chad Sayers is on. Chad Sayers is on the line right now. He'll be calling all the big bash action tonight between the Strikers and the Thunder. Morning, Chad. Morning, boys. How are we? Going very well. Uh, yeah, Brad Young. I remember Brad Young when he's playing a one dayer for Australia, and then he, he went to field the ball in the outfield and slid into the before they had the boundary ropes, Chad. He ploughed into. I'm sure it was at Sydney, into the the fence. And did his knee, I think, from memory, played for South Australia. Remember Brad Young? Yeah, sure do, boys. Um, a great South Australian left arm also. And That's he actually, the, um, the club I'm playing at now, the Adelaide Turf, he actually plays there, or used to play down there as well. So he was at the past players day uh, a couple of weeks ago. So I got oh, to yeah. catch up with him, actually. All right, how are they coming out for Brad these days? Oh, he's not. He's not playing. So he's not, he's oh, back, okay, um, okay. No, nah, I had a couple of couple of frothies with him, and uh, he's going well, mate. What do you make of this criticism of the pitch in the first test? They're, they're saying, you know, Manus copped a few, but he said, look, you just got to find a way to deal with it. But he's suggesting, well, you've got to play India now. That's a five-test series. So Perth will be guaranteed an India test. Uh, is it a good way to kick off the series? Well, it did look a little bit dangerous, didn't he? But um, we always like a contest between bat and ball. We don't want these flat wickets. That it's a batting paradise all the time or a real green seamer that, that the bowlers get on top early and the game's over within three days. So I enjoyed the challenge and as Mana said, you, you got to find a way sometimes to get through the tough periods and I think Australia did that a little bit better than Pakistan. They did. You know, think about it. You looked at the first innings, the ball just kept beating the bat. I mean, we're so blessed, aren't we, to be in this area of, of four of the greats of Australian cricket and you were lucky. You, you played with, with Josh and Pat and, and Nathan over there in South Africa you know, what's it like with those guys in and around the team? Just tell us a bit about their professionalism. Yeah, they just prepare so well, don't they? And as you said, they've been doing it now for over years. And um, it's hard for anyone else to break through because they've been so good over over their journey so far. And they just know their game plans in and out and they pretty much stick to it most of the time. They don't really go, go away from it, which makes them so good. And seeing Nathan Lyon taking 500 wickets, um, no one probably ever thought he was going to play test cricket. So to be able to do that has been unbelievable. And they just gel well together, obviously, all of them playing at New South Wales as well. So um, to go on that journey together as friends and as uh, teammates has just been outstanding to watch and be a part of. 
a lot of speculation, Chad, as to who might be the man to replace David Warner at the top of the o, uh, top of the order once he retires. Uh, a few people have mentioned, you know, Travis Head, South South Australia, Mitch Marsh, of course. I mean, the thing about the big vice, and he just this is what I love about Head at five and and Marsh at six. You know, these two guys that, that can go at that rate can really take a game away from you. I'd be very, I'd be very wary of of disrupting that at this stage. Yeah, I'd be reluctant to move either of them. As you said, they're so destructive at five and six. If they've lost a few wickets, they can take the game away from you um, by scoring quickly. And on the other side, if, if you are going well, then they just keep progressing that score rate, don't they? So um, I don't think they'll be moving from five and six anytime soon. I think if you were going to put one in, there'd be Cameron Green. Um, I think his technique's probably a little bit more suited to opening the batting or you go back to a, maybe a Cameron Bancroft whose shield season the date's been really good or, or do they go back to Will Bukowski who showed some promise when he did it um, a few years back? Mm, it's interesting you mentioned Bukowski. He's a name that not many people are discussing at the moment. Probably they think he's, he's a way away. They want to see him get through a, a full season, but he's a, you know, a generational talent. Just just one more on Nathan Lyon, Chatty. Are you going to still claim him as a South Australian? <laughs> He has to, don't you? Oh, that's where he started his career. That's where, <laughs> oh, that's where he got a chance. So Chuck Berry <laughs> threw him in in the big bash, didn't he? So yeah. um, when he was playing at Prospect down here in Adelaide, when he was rolling those wickets. So definitely a South Australian. And Trav Head, uh, this is the other thing, appointed co-vice-captain along with Steve Smith. Is he a future test captain, Travis Head, in your mind, Chad? Yeah, I think he's he's uh, born and bred to, to take over Paddy Cummins when, when the time comes, uh, whether it be in a couple of years or, or five years' time. But um, his leadership has grown ever since he got thrown, I guess, in the deep end in South Australia when he was appointed captain at a young age. So he's had a lot of people around him which uh, have helped him along the journey. And I think it's just some great recognition for him to be able to have that VC next to his name. And as Paddy said, he's probably been a leader in that group for a long time now anyways. Okay, so you're calling the Strikers-Thunder game tonight on the SEN Network. Unfortunately, had a bit of rain, uh, so you couldn't get your season underway against the Brisbane Heat. Uh, give us a quick weather update. We're we going to get some play tonight, Chad? Yeah, the weather has been horrible, boys, actually, as it has been around the country. Yeah. But, um, no, nah, sun's shining here in Adelaide at the moment. A little bit windy, but definitely will be on tonight. Yeah, so it was a bit of a false start, as we mentioned, that torrential rain. Uh Matty Short, it's not often we get a couple of shorts, I think, at the top of the order, but how you place the strikers this year? Of course, Rashid Khan, the the, the bigger mission. Yeah, I think they might struggle a bit, boys. Uh, I just don't think they've got that X factor in their side at the moment. As you just said, Rashid Khan's um, out of the side, so that's a massive hole, and their spin stocks take a, take a hammering. They've got Cameron Boyce, who's season campaigner, but um, other than that, they've just got some part-timers, so... They'll be looking at Brendan Doggett and Wes Agar to uh, really head that fire power up with a new ball. And then, as you said, Darcy Short, hopefully he can find some form. Matt Short, continue his form and they can get some runs through the middle order with Chris Lynn. Yeah, Darcy's an interesting one, isn't it? He played for Australia and so destructive. And I don't know, his form just in, in recent times seems to have fallen off a cliff. And I hope for, the, for his sake and for the striker's sake, he can refine it. You know, the wheels came off Adelaide last year. I think they lost, what, their last four or five, didn't they, to, to miss the finals. The so Thunder's an interesting one. They'll look at that game against the Heat and Monica thing. We bottled that. You know, we're right in that chase. But they've recruited nicely, haven't they? Cameron Bancroft, we mentioned there, a bit of experience. And, you know, Ollie Davies and Alex Hales, a, a real talent. Uh, in terms of winning the bat flip tonight, Chad, are you likely to, to, to chase in Adelaide? I think it's a pretty good chasing ground um, at 
under lights when the when the dew a little bit of dew sets in, it's obviously the ball comes onto the bat a little bit better. So um, if I was Matt Short winning the toss, I'd be be chasing. But um, obviously runs on the board in the 2020 and get the pressure on the batting side is is a huge advantage as well. Well, I think what you're praying for as an Adelaide Strikers man is a repeat of last year's match when the Thunder got rolled for 15. Not sure we're going to see it. It was just one of those freak things, wasn't it, where you, you can scarcely believe what you're witnessing. But strange things happen to the game of cricket. Oh, I wanted to ask you too, not much has sort of been mentioned about this, but Trevor Bayless, who's the Thunder coach, Chad, is not going to be there tonight. He's got to scoot over for the IPL auction. So Sean Bradstreet's <laughs> going, to, going to deputise. I mean, look, it's, it's very clear where the power in global cricket lies, but does that sort of thing sit comfortably with you, that he's prepared to miss a game to go to an IPL auction? Oh, I think um, he would have sat down with the Thunder hierarchy before the season had even started and probably put that uh, date in the book that the IPL auction was on. So I think, obviously, you know where your, your bread's buttered, don't you? And the IPL is definitely the number one competition uh, going around at the moment. So um, for him to miss the game, I think... It's going to really matter that much. As a coach, you can't really do much once the game started, can you? So he'd have his plans and um, with with the captain and the, and the players in place already. And hopefully they can go out and execute and he comes back and the Thunder have a win next to their name. Well, yes, uh, for me being a Thunder fan, hopefully. I'm sure a Strikers fan, you you know, saying that to be kind, of course. But hey, listen, you've got the WBBL title wrapped up back to back. So uh, how about you give this one to us and you can keep that deal? No, I think nah. it's hopefully they can get a win on the board. But uh, no, nah, just just hope for a, a good game of cricket. Um, we've got some high scores, don't we? I don't think the Big Bash has started overly that well with, with the excitement factor. So hopefully um, we can see some boundaries and some big scores. Yeah, that's all we want at the end of the day is a contest. The Strikers and the Thunder tonight, Adelaide Oval. You're part of the call. Catch it live right here on SEN. Thanks for your time this morning, Chad. No, no worries, boys. Thanks for having me. Cheers. 0457 There he is, Chad Sayers. Uh, proud South Australia. Gee, could swing it. I'd love to see a bowl off between Chad Sayers and Megan Shute to see who can swing the ball even more. one 300 The open line number. Happy to take your call. Breaking back with more summer mornings.